Father, we have so much to be grateful for. We have so much to be thankful for. God, I just pray you would give us a, a heart of thanksgiving, Lord, um, that would not only last um, throughout this season, God, but Lord, it would be, um, Lord, to be a, a way of life uh, for your children. God, help us to, to ponder and meditate in all the ways that you've been good to us, God, and the things that you provided, and even through, uh, through others, Lord, as they've been a blessing to us this morning, Lord. And uh, Lord, we thank you as we um, go into our time of offering, Lord, we thank you for the finances that you provided through your people uh, for this church. And um, Lord, I just ask that you would help us to continue to um, use it as good stewards, Lord. Use it in faithfulness and, and use it for your gospel, Lord. We ask these things in Jesus' sweet name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated if you're not already. So, this morning is different in several ways, as you can see. Um, One is when, when the week started, I didn't know what to expect as we approached the end of the week. And as we got closer to the end, I said, just make sure it's safe <laughs> for our people so that we can come in and, and worship. But uh, yeah, you can see we're in the, we're in the demo uh, phase of our expansion. And um, um, as we give, as always, uh, we don't have an offering plate that we pass around at the Haven, but we have our offering area. It has moved from its usual spot to right over there behind Kevin uh, is, our, is our giving area. There he is. He's raising his hand. Uh, the little box on top of the shelf over there is, is our giving area, though a lot of us, we give digitally. Uh, if you're a guest, we certainly don't expect you to give, um, and our people have been so faithful, and that's allowed us to expand. Um, I'd ask you if the Lord uh, lays it on your heart, if, if you're able, uh, uh, I encourage you, if, if you could give um, above and beyond, think about that this season, um, your normal giving to our building fund uh, to help us as we, as we continue to expand. There's still a lot more to be done. We're going to need walls painted and things decorated and, and stuff like that. So, um, but as always, you can give online, you can give through the app. Um, there's various ways ways to give. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for blessing us and, and blessing the Lord's work through the Haven. Uh, the other way this service is going to be different is you guys are, are providing the bulk of the, the message this morning through your Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to give a, a little bit. I'm going to give just like Luke uh, uh, took time and he gave thanks. I'm going to share a, a, a short a word with you. I want to sh share a passage with you, and then uh, I would like to open up our gratitude session and then invite you guys, uh, anybody who wants to come up and, and share. If you have your Bible, if not, it's going to be up on the screen, but Luke chapter 17, I think is a very powerful illustration of gratitude or the lack thereof. Luke chapter 17 starting in verse 11. It says that on the way to Jerusalem, 
Jesus was headed to his final destination, to the cross. He was headed uh, to Jerusalem where he knew that he would, he would be killed and, and on the third day resurrected. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus, he was passing along between uh, Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by 10 lepers. Uh, so there was 10 individuals who had uh, a very bad skin disease who stood at a distance because with the Jews, if you were unclean, uh, you, you could not be around anyone. So they stood at a distance and they lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourself to the priests. The priests were the ones that had to declare you clean and that you were good to, be, to enter back into society. So Jesus just told them, go and show yourself, yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. That means they were, they were healed. They were, they were made whole. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now, he was a Samaritan. Anybody know what's interesting about that? That he was a Samaritan? Yep. Go ahead. Because, because usually they didn't like each other. They didn't like each other. Right. Right. They, uh, they didn't like, the Samaritans didn't have, you know, they didn't have all their doctrine quite in place. They were also called uh, half-breeds, so there was some racism going on. Uh, they weren't full, fully uh, Jews, and they had different beliefs than the Jews did, and so there was a lot of hatred between the two. They were, they were very divided. So, he was a Samaritan. That was the leper who came back. There was 10 that were healed. They were sent out. And it's a Samaritan that comes back and he, gives, he falls at Jesus' feet. He gives him thanks. And uh, so Jesus answers. He says, uh, were not 10 people cleansed? Did I not heal 10 people? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Why do you think the other nine didn't return to give praise? What's your speculation? They were too happy? It's possible. That's a very good, that's actually a very, that's a, that's a good answer. They weren't believers in God? Maybe. Maybe. That's very good, Ari. That's very good. Any adults want to give it a shot? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem having children's church. Jesus said, let the little, little ones be. Let them come to me. We can do that. Lori? They thought that they were deserving, entitled? Yeah, that's good. The passage really doesn't say, so this is, this is all speculation. Ari, uh, Ari, Ariel, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say that, um, like, for the Jews, it was, like, all the faith stuff was familiar to them, and for Samaritan, 
Like fresh and new and yep, yep, good, could be good, good answer, Jack. Yeah, it's 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 quite quite possible. I I just find myself curious that they they didn't have a heart of gratitude. They were healed miraculously. <laughs> And they didn't, they didn't return. So entitlement, obviously there's some kind of selfishness involved. I think sometimes when we're selfish, you've got to watch because sometimes you don't have an attitude of selfishness, but you're self-consumed. Does that make sense? When, and, and so if we're not careful, we can, we can forget to be grateful. It, it's forgetfulness. And in that, in that forgetfulness, it's actually selfishness. You know, there's not an air about you. You don't have an attitude, you know, that it's all about me. But sometimes we live life and we don't think we're not mindful. That's what we call it. When we're not mindful, we can be selfish and we can forget to be grateful for the good things. So who said, who said because they were happy? I think that's a great answer because they're so thrilled. They're so happy. They forget to go and give, give God thanks. So, I mean, it could be that their religion, the religion made them complacent. You know, we get used to a lot of things as Christians, you know, of, uh, and I think that's a form of entitlement, right? We, we, we get to things, used to things being a certain way, though I, I've got to think that they've never, uh, they've never seen a healing quite like what Jesus had, uh, had done. So I think those are all very good, good answers. Have you ever prayed for something and then that coincidence happens and everything works out, and then you forget to turn and give God thanks. Like you were praying so hard for that thing, and then it all works out, but it, it seems that it worked out in such a way that it's like a coincidence, and then you, you, just, you just forget, you know? You forget to God thanks. Yeah, it's like, oh man, the doctors, you know, did a good surgery and everything, and you forget to give God thanks. Man, those coincidences happen all the time. Absolutely, a hundred, a hundred percent. It's very good. Yeah, I know I've done, I've done that, and I have to remember. Hey, remember, God, God worked in this. Yeah, it may look like it's a coincidence. It may look like you know, God used people to to do those things, and He does, right? He uses each other to to bless us, and we got to remember to give glory and thanks to God. That Samaritan, not only did he give thanks, but that word when uh, Jesus says, he says, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. That word has made you well. Some translation says has saved you because it is the same word that is used for salvation and deliverance. So not only was he healed, he received new life in that moment when he turned his heart to Christ. All of them were healed, but only one turned to God. So there's blessing and gratitude. There's blessing and gratitude. Gratitude is actually good for you. Like spiritually, but like physically, mentally, gratitude is, is good for you. The more grateful you are, the more joy you have, the more contentment you have, the more hope you have. It's a, it's a wonderful way to get through anxiety and depression. 
when I'm, you know, all woe is me, it's time for me to make a gratitude list. It's time for me to stop and, and start thinking about what I'm grateful for. And man, I've told you all before, when, when, I, when, I, when I start, you know, I end up, you know, I start thanking God for, for big things, and then I'm like thanking him for my, you know, shoes and shoelaces and socks on my feet, you know, that not everybody gets to wear. And I start noticing every little thing, and then I get out of it, and I'm like, my goodness, I am a blessed man. You know, many people, they show gratitude this time of year, but it's important for us as followers of Jesus to make gratitude just a, a normal way of life. What's that? A baseline. A baseline. That's good, Brad. Thank you. So where is the source of gratitude? What's the source of gratitude? Jesus. Yep. God. But I think it's interesting that when the Samaritan came back, he probably did not know that the, he was talking to God in the flesh. So he, he came back and fell before Jesus, and he thought he was giving thanks to two different people, to Jesus and to, to God. And so I think it's important that ultimately, ultimately he was giving thanks to God, right, but through Jesus. So it is important that we give thanks and we show gratitude towards one another, right? But then ultimately our thanks is to our source, is, uh, is to God, So, like I said, I want to give you guys an opportunity to express gratitude this morning. Um, but our source, as Colossians 3.17 says, and whatever you do, again, remember, this is a way, way of life. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So we can live our lives. This is really cool. We can live our lives in worship and gratitude. Everything. Worship and gratitude. We've talked before about how praying without ceasing doesn't mean always on your knees 24-7. It means you don't hang up the phone. God is always on the line, right? So he's always right there. And you, you, you have this, I call it uh, practice, uh, you know, practicing the presence of God. When I ask you to do that, what I'm asking you to do is be aware that God is present. And he's with us. <laughs> and he never, he never hangs up the phone, right? But then in everything we do, and it'll actually help us to make wise choices too, in everything we do, we can give glory to God. Whether it's work, whether it's fellowship, whether it's entertainment, we can do it to the glory of God. And that's what Paul is saying. Whatever you do, whatever you do in word and how you speak and whatever you do in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus that doesn't mean we have to walk around and everything we do saying in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Just do it and have a, live a life that is an attitude of worship and, and, uh, and gratitude. Amen? So I'm going to start us off. I'm thankful this morning. I'm thankful for, first and foremost, my, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's my everything. Uh, he's not only my Savior, but he's my, he's my authority. And the cool thing about my authority is he's my friend. And I love him. And that's the reason I'm here. I wouldn't be doing what, I, what I'm doing if it was not for Jesus. I'm thankful for 18 years of marriage. Yeah. 
my beautiful, beautiful, lovely wife. Yesterday I heard a story. She was, um, I just got to brag on her real quick. She was with some other ladies downtown and she saw a homeless woman and she, they didn't even know what she was doing. She didn't, she just pulled over real quick and got out and I hope you really didn't walk across traffic like they said you did. Um, but she went over there and, and just uh, kneeled down with the, the woman and, and, and prayed with her. My wife's beautiful. I love, I'm, I love that she's my partner in ministry and, and uh, my best friend, my BFF. Part the Red Seas, part the traffic. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Brad. Uh, I'm thankful for my kids who are becoming these wonderful young men. Um, I'm thankful... And I'm going to say this. I talked about Jesus being my authority. I'm thankful that they are becoming, and they've always been my friends, but like just, I was always excited. I loved them when they were little, but I couldn't wait till they were get, get older to where they could be, we could converse and just have these awesome conversations, you know, and just their intellect is amazing. So I'm thankful that they're my friends too. Um, but I'm still your dad. <laughs> Man, I am thankful for Luke. I, yeah, I always want to get teary-eyed when I think. Um, okay. I'm a lot more thankful for you than you realize, buddy. I need you in my life, and I'm very thankful that God puts you here, not just at the Haven as associate pastor and elder, but as my, um, my confidant. Um. <clears throat> I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful for these two guys back here, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> I won't tell you which one's Tweedledum. You have to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> Seriously though, uh, Sean and Joseph, these guys do so much and they're not paid for it. Um, and they do it out of their heart. I mean, they, you have to be careful, both of these guys. It was weird because I've known Sean longer, and then Sean wasn't here. I knew Sean before he came here, his family came here, and then Joseph came, and they've got complete different personalities, but they both have such servant, servant's hearts, and you got to be careful because they'll overextend themselves, and you got to be careful that you don't use them. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm very thankful for them. And not only that, but these guys, uh, these guys went through uh, faith walking with me, and now they're, they're coaches. And so they're, they're helping me and doing it with me. They're coaching and, and faith walking. I'm very thankful for them in, in numerous ways, and they're great friends. And just, man, I could go through and really, I could name, and this is what I love about being a small church and the family that we are, is I could, like, name each and every one of you and the special relationship that we have. And I'm so uh, thankful for you guys and the way, not just, again, not just the way you serve in the church, but that we really are a family. I think more than anything, I mean, that is our strong suit and I'm so thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for the ability to expand our church. 
Um, I'm thankful for closed doors. You know, we were going to do that building in the back, and that didn't work out, and now it's a parking lot. So <laughs> I'm thankful for that. You guys see, you see God. You guys see God, what he's, he's doing. Sometimes you get frustrated because things don't go your way, and then a parking lot pops up in the back, um, more parking space. So I'm thankful for that. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm thankful for God providing things that we need. This is also something for us to remember. Things that we need when we need it. Like someone has to step down for worship and then somebody steps up for worship. I'm thankful for you, Katie, uh, for, for taking that lead. And I'm thankful for Jonathan, who's not here. And I'm, just, I'm just thankful that we were just blessed um, to have those people in place. And then finally, uh, I've kind of already said it, but I'm, I'm just thankful for the, the, not just that we're a church and meeting a church building and worship together. And, I, and I've told you guys, it's hard to measure but I think we do it through relationships that you guys truly know what it means to be the church and to be that 24-7 and to be that when you leave here. And that's what we're on mission for, Great Commandment and the Great Commission. And just to see you guys living lives together, continue doing that, and to uh, being, being lights to the lost world, continue doing that. And uh, I'm so thankful for that because... I think that's my definition of success in, in the church. Ma'am? All right. This is for you. You don't have to be as, I had notes, you don't have to be as eloquent. Even if you just want to say a, a few words and go back and sit down, that's good. But let's be thankful for, more, uh, for this morning. And I'm good at waiting. <laughs> Do we, is this mic hot? There we go. I'm a little audience shy. I don't like. I can't see any, and that helps because I, I don't like to be stared at. I just want to say I'm grateful for a lot of things, but primarily I'm grateful for um, Scott and Courtney because it was like some post that was on Facebook. I don't know how long ago it was. I've been here probably a year. So maybe it was like in September or maybe just before that. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I wouldn't hear myself either. (laughs) 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 That I saw on Scott's Facebook, and it didn't even relate to church, but I remember that he had been inviting me to church for a very long time. We went to the same high school, different, I'm like, we're different vintages. I'm a little older than him. Um, And I just, it just, for some reason, it just prompted me and I just said, asked him what time church was. And that was it. And they were so welcoming. I have, I'm always been a little hesitant. Um, I have a little bit of anxiety around strangers and having all these eyeballs. I can know you're all looking at me right now. I just, I'm glad I can't see your eyes. Um, so I'm like, so I had a little bit of anxiety, but they were so welcoming and it was so, so comfortable to be here. It was just like putting on a comfortable pair of shoes coming to church. So yeah, so I like it. So I started to get teary eyes. That's why. Um, and also Ari, she, she wouldn't let me be a stranger. She introduced me to every single person that she knew <laughs> within like the first like five or ten minutes of church, <laughs> which was great because, you know, it's really nice. When you come to a small church, you kind of want to know everybody. Um, 
And it, it really has become a church family for me, which is really a big deal because, you know, I have family, but we're not that close. And so, um, like, you guys are like my surrogate family, and it's, like, wonderful. Because when we say we're a church family, we mean it. I'm like, people talk to each other all day long on the Signal app about Jesus, about stuff, about random crazy things, <laughs> cats, <laughs> memes, whatever it is. And it's, it's wonderful because I know that there's a connection. We're all connected to each other, and we all like each other. I tell people that, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, we go to church to worship, but then we have a hard time leaving because we all like each other so much. It's like hanging out with our friends. So it's really nice. Um, I am grateful that since I've been here, I'm like I've been working on mending relationships with my family, and that's getting a little better. I think it's because of all the encouragement I get from being here at church. I'm learning new tools on how to communicate with, you know, people I might not actually be on the same page with all the time, and that's been very nice. Um, I'm learning how to like. Um, I, I have rough relationships at work. Anybody who's been on Signal knows I'm always asking for help. <laughs> and that aspect, I mean, like that, I think the prayer about that has been has been very helpful. So I'm very thankful for that. But I, I'm thankful that I have a job. I'm thankful that I, I have a home. I mean, I think sometimes we forget about like the small things that we have. You know, you know, my pets annoy me sometimes, but I'm so grateful for them because I would, I, I would say 90 percent. 5% of my life has my constant companions or only companions sometimes were my pets. So um, I'm very grateful for them because, I mean, otherwise I would just have been completely alone for a long time. So um, I have, I mean, I have a lot. I have a long list. I don't want to take up all the time, but, but yes, I'm thankful for all of you. We're grateful for you. Okay, so. Yes, very thankful. Thank you. Oh, and the chosen. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. If you haven't watched The Chosen, go download the app. You'll watch the first one, and then you won't want to stop. Um, I'm thankful for my family, and um, I'm also thankful for... God and I'm glad that he also helped me and um, I'm glad that I'll be with my family for Thanksgiving and um, and I'm glad that we are all able to be here and I'm thankful that I have my parents and my brothers, even though they annoy me a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I'm so happy that um, my, I'm going to see my family that um, I haven't seen in like a month because we moved down here. Um, but like I'm going to see my grandparents and my two aunts from Illinois and I'm even though I can't see my other three uh, my other two aunts and my uncle I'm still happy that I can spend it with the rest of my family and my cousins and 
um, all those other families that are going to be at Thanksgiving because my aunt was kind enough to invite them because they didn't have Thanksgiving. I mean, they didn't have family to go to. So I'm also grateful for that, and I'm just thankful that we can all be here, and I'm thankful for church, and I'm thankful for my friends, and I'm thankful that we have a house, and yeah. <laughs> Tell everybody your name. Um, my name is Peyton. Hi, Hi Peyton. Hey. Yeah, we're very thankful for you. Thank you guys for being here. Yep. Uh, we can all go on all day long about things that we're thankful for. And uh, every time I do this, I get a little... And when I coached, I could talk all day long about stuff, but you get up and talk about uh, stuff, and it gets hard. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> my wife had a stroke back in uh, March, and uh, she had developed AFib during the COVID crisis, and we didn't know that she had it. And... Uh, she got a blood clot and got a stroke that went to her brain. But uh, good Lord healed her. And, uh, just so thankful for that. And uh, so the healing deal today with the lepers was a story I learned when I was a little kid. And uh, so. I'm the leper that came back. <laughs> Thanks. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, we'll do Jack and then John. Then Jack and then John. Okay. Well. Oh, that that sounds wrong. Okay. I am personally thankful for the fact that this is a church that we can go to. Even though there could be so many sick things, sick things going wrong in the world, because there just is so many, that we can come here to this safe haven, where it's either Sunday, Thursday, or whenever. Well, not all Thursdays, only the ones like growth groups, and maybe sometimes Wednesdays. Yeah, and I'm just thankful for the fact that. We have so many great things that we have, like the fact that we're able to fly places, that we have cars, and just crazy what God's allowed us to do. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, Jack. John? Um, I guess I want to start out by saying that I'm thankful for... Uh, this church, and uh, I'm thankful for um, some things that have been going on in my life personally. Um, just my desire to strengthen my relationship with God has been a primary focus for my life recently, just reading my Bible more and just wanting to seek Him out more and uh, discover my purpose in Him. Um, I'm also thankful for Luke. 
Um, I don't know if he's in here, but um, good guy, good guy. Um, that's a really loaded statement saying he's a good guy, but I could be up here for about two hours talking about how, how much of a good guy, uh, good guy he is, and also you, Scott. Um, both of you have been pretty inspirational uh, men in the short bit of time that I've been here. Y'all have both been very inspiring people to uh, kind of mold um, how I approach my relationship with God after. So I appreciate you and him. And uh, last but not least, I'm also thankful for my girlfriend over there, Gethsemane. Um, I love her very much, as she knows. And, uh, you know, if not for her, I would not even be at this building right now. Um, I would not have found out about this church. And, you know, she's always challenging me to be a better man, better Christian, better person in general. And sometimes it gets on my nerves. But um, I know that it is uh, God speaking through her to me. So sometimes it's difficult to hear, but. I know I need to hear it, so of course I'm thankful for her as well. So. Heather. I'm only doing this right now because my husband walked out of the room because I didn't want to embarrass him. Um, <laughs> why did the blind man fall into the well? Because he didn't see that well. <laughs> And I uh, thank you for Luke for sending that in the group chat. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the blind man joke, yeah. No, um, I am thankful for all of the horrible bad things that I've gone through because they have brought me to this point and to this church and to these people. Um, and I don't know what I'll have next, but I know it'll be thanks to God and thanks to all of these wonderful faces in here. I could go on and on, but thanks for existing, everybody. I appreciate you. You're yeah, I am welcome. <laughs> Anybody else? All right, Sally. Sounds like I was just going to the restroom. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to thank this church because I was in a very bad spot trying to move out of my home that I'd been in for seven years and trying to find something else to move into. And when I did, it was half the size of my current home. So uh, the church uh, came to visit to look at some furniture that I was wanting to sell. And then the next day, everybody showed up. Well, most everybody I, was to me. And they helped sift out the junk and load it onto a truck and helped me finish packing up. And uh, it was a mammoth, mammoth job. So I really appreciate the church for stepping in. And Scott even had somebody come mow the yard, make the yard look good. And it was, it was phenomenal. There were people in the kitchen washing dishes and helping me get ready. And I'll never forget it. Thank you, Sally. We love you. Brad, is that you? Or are you going to the restroom? Okay. <laughs> restroom is out to the right, to the left, by the way, out the door and to the left. Well, there's a lot of stuff I'm thankful for, but I'm not going to get into a lot of that because it's probably just the same for everybody else. But 
I'm very thankful to be here at church today. Um, my wife and I haven't been able to attend a lot this season, and it's been hard because I look around and I see a ton of new faces, which is very exciting and encouraging, but it also hurts my heart a little bit because I want to know every one of you. Um, our hearts in this place. We love this place. It's You guys just do an awesome job of protecting everybody, but at the same time, you know, letting us be free and having open discussions with no, like, this is my way or the highway. Like, we get to discuss the Bible, you know, and God's speaking in it. I heard a, I think it was an Andy Minio song or something the other day, and he was like, if you think God, if you say God's not speaking in your Bible's clothes or something like that, or and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of people probably saying that God doesn't exist or He's not talking, He's not alive and active in our lives, but their Bibles are closed, and God spoke through His Word. Yeah. So, like, anyway, I don't know what I'm doing. I just went off in there, but Preach anyway, it. I love yeah. all you guys Preach and um, <laughs> love being here, and I'm glad to be back, and I can't wait to meet. All of you that I don't know personally, um, that's it. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you too much. We got 15, 15, 16, 17 minutes. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Georgie. Georgie. Hi, George. Hi. <laughs> so, why I'm here is of this day and all my family and plus I'm close to moving my to my new house. Yeah. Like in a couple more months I'm actually moving there. Yeah. And plus I think that's gonna be after Christmas actually. And plus that's quite close right here. Close. Close buddy. Quite close indeed. Mm-hmm. I am very thankful for my new house, which is going to have a backyard. Yeah. Even like there's a couple of jokes, which is super hilarious. You got a joke? Yeah, and like one of this one is going to be hilarious. Like, why is so ten scale seven? Why? Because seven eight nine. <laughs> you done? Mm-hmm. You done? Yeah. Good job. Thank you, bud. It's awesome. I don't know how I'm going to follow up George. I don't got anything good. No, you already told all mine. The whole church knows. So I'm Courtney. I belong to that one over there and those back there. Um, so I I met a lady yesterday. Scott kind of briefed her. Her name is Gladys, like Gladys Knight and the Pips. And... Um, So I met her, and I thought, have you ever been to an animal shelter? It'll break your heart in 50 different ways, right? But all the animals rush up to the cage, right? But those aren't the ones that strike me. The ones that strike me are the ones 
that are dejected and they never look at you. And I saw this person and she was in the middle of traffic, like eight lanes going every which way. And she never once looked up. And I thought, you know, the biggest form of poverty in the world is not your lack of resources. It's not your lack of clothing, shelter, money, food. It's having never been loved. And if you're in this room, you don't have that. You're among the richest on the planet. Thank you. Already. Because you have somebody who loves you. And I thank you for that. I thank you for loving each other. I thank you for loving our family. And we love you right back. And we're so eternally grateful and thankful for you. Y'all don't even know. He and I prayed for you before you ever came. And we named the Haven after it was a, an old book that I had read and show that I had seen. And there was this place where all these monsters could come and they would have amnesty. And it was called the Haven. And I thought, isn't that brilliant? You know, it's kind of a weird, quirky little thing. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what chapter of your life you're in right now. We're grateful to have you for this chapter and we're grateful that you're here. And we'll pray for you. And please pray for us right back. We appreciate you. Also, I had in, I had in my notes, I don't know why I skipped over it, but I'm, I'm thankful for my, uh, my parents because they, uh, they truly exhibit what it's like. You know, they, what do they say about children being raised by, by a village? And they've always uh, they've always stepped up and helped us where we needed, and it's not it's not a burden. They they love doing it, so I'm very thankful for all three of my parents, my living parents. Somebody raise their hand. Sade. Hey. Everybody, <laughs> um, I don't know many of you. I'm new here. My name is Sade. Um, I figure I, I'm kind of nervous, but I figure since I spend so much time complaining, I could probably use some time and say thank you, right? Um, so I just moved here about 30 days ago, um, and I'm, I'm not going to cry because I'm tough. But um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, but I really just wanted to say thank you to all of you. When I first got here, I wasn't really sure if this was where I was supposed to be. I know I drove my friend over there, Shanae Crazy. I love her dearly. <laughs> she talked me off the ledge a few times, but um, I'm super thankful for her. She brought me down here and, and just kind of helped me to get set up and everything. And But I'm really thankful for you guys, too, because as soon as I walked in here, I was like, I'm not really sure. I'm nervous. I'm you know kind of got a little anxiety going on but you guys were just so welcoming and so loving so um Lori I really really appreciate you you have no idea you have no idea you really don't 
Um, and Luke and Kate, obviously, they're just amazing and got a chance to spend some time with them during Destiny's Kids and it was just, it was amazing. Um, awesome. And it was, just, yeah, I'm not gonna cry, so thank you. <laughs> And I just learned that it's sh shade, not sade, shade, everybody. Okay. Put the sh sound. <laughs> hey, y'all. Oh, that's loud. Um, so I'm thankful for lots of things, too. Um, forgive me if I trip over my words because it makes me nervous being up here. But, um, so this past year has been um, very, very difficult for us in many ways. Um, but it's interesting because God has used this year to um, show me his love for me on a deep personal level that I just have never known before. Like, I've always known that God loved me, but this year for some reason in probably the most difficult season of my life it's just been more more real um and i don't think that's a coincidence so i'm very very thankful for god's love and it's kind of cliche but it just means something different to me this year um <clears throat> and in a way i'm thankful for all the difficult things because god is using them to not only show me his love but to sanctify me um, in on just like a whole nother level <laughs> a whole nother level um, so that's been it's been hard but it's it's been good and to watch God growing me and changing me um, and I am very thankful for Jesus of course um, for doing what he didn't have to do and reaching down to me when I couldn't reach up to him um, not only for salvation, but every day, sustaining me with grace every day. And um, I'm very thankful for my daughter, <laughs> Jade, who, um, yeah, she's awesome. So I think most of y'all know this, but I had her in my senior year of high school. Um, and that obviously like brought its own challenges, but God was so wise um, to bring her about even in the like way and the timing and everything like she has been the greatest blessing to me after Jesus and watching her grow up she's 13 and a half now watching her grow up and developing that friendship with her and watching her grow into her own person has <laughs> I'm embarrassing her but um, it's been so wonderful like it's such a blessing to me personally to like keep getting to know her as she gets older and um, I love you Jade um, I'm also really, really thankful for this church. I think we've been here for close to five years, maybe. It's been a long time. It feels like forever. Um, but when we first came here, the church was only that right there. Like, this wasn't here. And now we're um, expanding again. It's really cool. But I really love this church. It definitely feels like home and family. Um, and I have, like, a different special relationship with everybody here. But I'm very thankful for um, Luke and Katie, and I know y'all have probably been embarrassed enough, but I'm saying y'all's names because y'all have actively poured 
into mine and Jade's lives. Um, and you didn't have to do that, and y'all are so busy already, but just know that we love you guys, and we're very, very thankful for y'all and for Ariella. Um, yeah. Hey guys. Uh, hello. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm really, really thankful for a lot of things. But one of the things I'm thankful for is, um, and it, like like you said, Ariel, it sounds kind of cliche, but for God taking away shame, for God's love, like man, <laughs> just learning about that 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 exists at all, and then embracing it is. I don't know. I mean, it's it's so beyond what I've known, how I've operated, and uh, yeah, the fact that I don't have to hide is really just amazing. And um, so there's that, and then there's the people who help me with that shame voice that I keep telling. You know, the shame voice is is the the lying voice that says you're there's something wrong with you, you're not enough, all of that. But the people who help quiet that voice is really, really important, and that's Scott and Luke, and uh, and a lot of people. But man, just by accepting me, like they don't they don't do anything else, just accept me, and that's that's quieting my shame voice. And it's really amazing how God does the same thing, and they're just they're just acting like God. You know, and it's it's really it's a weird, simplistic thing to think about and say. Be like, well, they just act like God. No, but they act like God in the way that they they say you're you're accepted and you're loved and you're forgiven and and it's okay. You can be you. You can live into who you're supposed to be. And uh, so yeah. Anyway, I'm just really thankful for for those two things. A lot of things, but a big part of those two things have been. Uh, just really prevalent in my life the last four years, <laughs> like, like since I've been here five years. And so, uh, so yeah, I'm really thankful for no more shame through Jesus and then people who help show me that there's no more shame through Jesus. So anyway, yeah. Robbie. Scott is like the most loving, wonderful, accepting person. And um, there have been some very trying times in our family life that, man, I don't know what I would have done without you. Um, you've stood with us. You've prayed for us. you prayed with us. You came practically among total strangers, <laughs> sat and did counseling and prayed and we're told pretty much go away. We don't want to talk to you, mm -hmm. <laughs> Leanne. Mm -hmm. um, when um, you go through the valley of the shadow of death <laughs> over and over and over and over and over, <laughs> I can't even um, I can't even tell you how many deaths we've experienced in the last few years. Um, and those are. Um, those are the hard times, but those are the times when you wrestle, you cling, <laughs> you want to run in the closet and hide, you want to um, just make the world go away. 
but this church has walked with us, stood with us, loved us, prayed for us, came and shared in our grief. Um, and the family members that um, aren't even a part of this church, that you wouldn't have known them other than through us, yet you loved them. It's a, it's a, a love that defies all reason, honestly. You know, uh, we tend to cling closer to those that we know, but you guys reach out and you bless and you pray and you love on people that um, you don't know them but through me. And it has left such a huge impact on their lives that they just kind of look at us and shake their heads like, wow. <laughs> there are people that are like this in this world. And, um, you know, you're just share, you shared the hands of Jesus with them. Um, in their most painful times, you know, walking uh, through the death of so many different loved ones. But um, I will tell you that my sister-in-law, that recently, Kevin's brother that passed away, um, she has been so moved by, um, you know, the act of kindness, love, generosity, um, concern uh, from those in this church um, that reached out. Um, she sent me a text message just the other day. I don't know, somebody in here drives a white Jeep and you have a Haven sticker on the back of your vehicle. And whoever you are, she took a picture of your Brandon. car. <laughs> Brandon. You were, you were, she ratted you out. So, so um, she took a picture of the car the other day, like just a couple of days ago, and she said, I think this is someone you know in my neck of the woods. She lives down in the Barker Cypress area off of Highway 6. And I said, I don't know who that is. But she recognized that church sticker because she knows. She knows about the Haven. And she's never been here, but out of the love and kindness that was shown to her through this church, um, she, you have a connection in her heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's a blessing. You know, when uh, I, I think about, you know, whenever um, you reach out to people, it's, it's just so warm and it's so kind and inviting. And... Um, you never know what that person is going through. They may never share with you what they're going through. But when you do know the hurt and grief and pain, you people didn't shy away at all. You have been there with us and checked on us and loved us. And we are ever, ever so grateful for that. I'm so thankful for a pastor that doesn't shy away. Um, you know, he's he has stepped up over and over and over, and even including right now, <laughs> um, you know, just counseling and love and concern for the people. He's a true shepherd, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and then, you know, like everybody talks about Katie and Luke, but let's just talk about Ari. <laughs> <laughs> that girl, she's got, she got Jesus all over her, and I just love, I'm standing back there carving turkeys, and I'm listening to her little voice singing worship, and I'm like, yes, Lord, that is so mm. awesome. I love it. Um, and then her answers, you're like, do any of you adults want to try? I'm like, why? That girl's speaking like an adult. I mean, you know, like, so, but I love that, you know, that you see that influence that has, you know, taken root in her life, and that's such a blessing. Amen. And, um, you know, if you don't know Luke, yeah, you'll get a dad joke 
I guarantee you a dad joke a day at least, if not ten. But uh, you just, you know, they and these guys get going and they fire these jokes back and forth, and I'm like, I'm muting the signal. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's it's a love, like it's just an extension of my family. I love my kids, and I would lay down my life for for my kids. Well, and my husband too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I feel the same way. Like I feel like this is like my circle just grew, and you guys all became like extended family to me. And um, I love that. I love that we get to do these kind of things where it's just that casual fun, friendly fellowship time. Um, because each of you really, in your unique personalities, you hold a different little area of my heart. And I love that. So thank you. That's awesome. Thank you, Robin. We got time for one more. We're pushing 1130. Okay, two more. These two, okay? Is that cool? Um, I just want to say I'm thankful for... Um, my coworkers really being the basically being the functional family that I never had, and then I would really like to give thanks to that man over there, Justin, um, basically being the dad that I never had. Mm. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Go, Justin. And so I have a confession to make: that white Jeep was not mine because my Haven sticker fell off and I never replaced it. I know, I know. But uh, what I'm thankful for is, uh, first off, and I'm not going to look at Courtney's face, I'm thankful for Gunner. Um, he is my dog, and when I first got him, I was not uh, prepared for taking care of him, but uh, he's really a wonderful dog, and if you have a dog and you're not thankful for them, just get a cat. Um, you'll realize real quick the dog is uh, a blessing. Um, but also, uh, you know, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but 2021 feels an awful lot like 2020. And it's really a reminder to me that things don't change just when New Year's Eve comes around and a new year starts. Everything is not going to be great. We still might be in these same type of situations that we're in in 2022, but I am thankful that I have a church that saw me through some really rough times last year, and I'm thankful that this is a place um, where I can break down and cry and people come and comfort me and this past year um well past year and a half has been really interesting trying to find um like help for my depression and anxiety and I'm really thankful for being at a place that doesn't judge me for being on medication and is really supporting those types of treatments um but I mean I'm really hopeful that things are going to get better. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. I also want to thank that poor turkey that gave its life for all of you. And as the resident vegetarian, I think it I think it's going to be okay. It's gonna work. Huh. With with that, we'll, uh, we'll give thanks. Lord, uh, thank you for, uh, man, thank you for all these awesome people, your children, 
God, and uh, Lord, we just thank you for this time of, of fellowship. Thank you for everybody for providing, chip, uh, pitching in uh, for food, Lord, and and um, Lord, uh, we're just ready to enjoy it and continue to uh, enjoy you and, and enjoy each other. Bless our fellowship, bless the food and nourishment of our bodies, and bodies of your service. In Jesus' name, amen.